the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Isn't it interesting how we can trust in things that we make? You know, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. You know, we're going to trust in our bank account. We're going to trust in our military. We're going to trust in all these different things. And how God can just bring them to nothing in a moment. And they fail us. And here was Assyria trusting in all their fortified cities. And God says, this fortified cities, they're nothing. That's a hard reminder from Pastor Dan today. What are you putting too much trust in? Is it your retirement fund or finances? Is it your position at work or role in the church? Maybe it's your relationships. None of these things are bad on their own, but they become idols when you elevate them over the Lord. Well, the Assyrians thought that their fortified cities and military might were enough to protect them from anything that came their way. But as you'll see, God is the ultimate power. Nothing will stand in His way. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Nahum for today's edition of Ring of Truth. And now he speaks to Judah in verse 13, and he says, For now I will break off his yoke from you and burst your bonds apart. He's going to free Judah from the yoke of Assyria. The Lord has given a command concerning you. Your name shall be perpetuated no longer. Out of the house of your gods, I will cut off the carved images and the molded images. Look at what God says to, to Assyria. I will dig your grave, for you are vile. I kind of like this God, right? I will dig your grave and bury you. God will completely destroy the Assyrians. He says their name shall be perpetuated no longer. You've never met an Assyrian. You've never met an Assyrian. They don't exist anymore. And why does he do this? Well, Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalts a nation. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. You know what makes a nation great? Righteousness. Righteousness. The righteousness of its people, the righteousness of its leaders, the righteousness of its laws, right in God's eyes. It's, it's not the economy or the military or anything else that makes a nation great. It's righteousness. It's godliness in that nation. And sin is a reproach to any people. God judges nations on the basis of their righteousness and their morality. 
And here God says to Nineveh, I will dig your grave and I will bury you. The city of Nineveh was in fact completely buried. We talked about this before when we were looking at the book of Jonah. It was completely buried. In fact, when Alexander the Great marched through that area uh, with his army, he was looking for the city of Nineveh and his army marched right over top of it without even realizing it because it was completely buried under the ground and it remained buried until the 1840s when archaeologists finally discovered it. But God said, I'm going to bury you. And he did for your vileness, for your unrighteousness, your wickedness. Now look at verse 15. Behold, on the mountains, the feet of him who brings good tidings, who proclaims peace. O Judah, keep your appointed feast. Perform your vows for the wicked one shall no more pass through. He is utterly cut off. God declares this message to, to the people of Judah that Assyria will be judged and cut off. You will no longer have to live in fear of the Assyrians. You can have your feasts. You can have your celebrations without fear. Chapter 2, verse 1. He who scatters has come up before your face. Look at what God says to Assyria. Man the fort, watch the road, strengthen your flanks. Fortify your power mightily. God says to the Assyrians, do whatever you, do whatever you think you can to defend yourself against me. For the Lord will restore the excellence of Jacob like the excellence of Israel for the emptiers have emptied them out and ruined their vine branches. Speaking of the Assyrians, God promises to restore Judah to its former glory before it was emptied out by the Assyrians and stripped away by the Assyrians. The shields of his mighty men are made red. The valiant men are in scarlet. The chariots come with flaming torches in the day of his preparation, and the spears are brandished. This is describing the Assyrian army. The chariots rage in the streets. They jostle one another in the broad roads. They seem like torches. They run like lightning. He remembers his nobles. They stumble in their walk. They make haste to our walls, and the defense is prepared So here is Assyria getting ready for war, getting ready to defend. Look at verse 6. The gates of the rivers are opened and the palace is dissolved. Speaking again of the Babylonians and how they opened the floodgates and just flooded the city. And there was nothing the people of Nineveh could do to stop the flood. It is decreed. By the Lord, she shall be led away captive. She shall be brought up and her maidservants shall lead her as with the voice of doves beating their breasts. You know, here here he's describing the voice of doves, a, a, a lament, mourning. The people of Nineveh will mourn their destruction as they're led away captive to Babylon. Though Nineveh of old was like a pool of water, now they flee away. Halt, halt, they cry, but no one turns back. This is describing people fleeing from the city of Nineveh as the Babylonians lay siege to the city. You know, much like we see right now with people fleeing the Ukraine, just trying to get away from the war. People in Nineveh fled from the city of Nineveh to get away from the Babylonians. 
Verse 9, take spoil of silver, take spoil of gold. There is no end of treasure or wealth of every desirable prize. The Assyrians looted the treasures of all the nations of the Middle East for over 300 years. They had incredible wealth, incredible treasure. There was no end to their treasure. And now the Babylonians can just come in and take the spoil of silver, take the spoil of gold, take it all away. She is empty, desolate, and waste. The heart melts and the knees shake. Much pain is in every side and all their faces are drained of color. No one ever thought Nineveh would fall. It just seemed impossible. And and so now hearts are melting, knees are shaking. Faces are drained of color. Because Nineveh has fallen. No one ever thought they'd see that happen. Where is the dwelling of the lions and the feeding place of the young lions where the lion walked, the lions and lions cub? The lion was a symbol of Assyria. And no one made them afraid. Now the Lord is saying, well, where, where's the lion now? The lion tore in pieces enough for his cub, killed for his lionesses, filled his caves with prey and his dens with flesh. Speaking of the conquering of the Assyrians as they conquered all these nations and and took loot from them. Behold, I am against you, says the Lord of hosts. I will burn your chariots in smoke, and the sword shall devour your young lions. I will cut off your prey from the earth, and the voice of your messengers shall be heard no more. Chapter 3, woe to the bloody city. It is all full of lies and robbery. Its victim never departs. The noise of a whip and the noise of rattling wheels, of galloping horses, of clattering chariots, horsemen charged with bright sword and glittering spear. There is a multitude of slain, a great number of bodies, countless corpses. They stumble over the corpses. Now, when the Assyrians would conquer a city, they would quite often cut off the heads of their victims and stack them up at the city gate or take the corpses of their victims and stack them up. At the city gate. But here when the Assyrians are conquered. Their corpses are stacked up. At the city gate of Nineveh. There's countless corpses. Because of the multitude of harlotries. Of the seductive harlot. The mistress of sorceries. Who sells nations through her harlotries. And families through her sorceries. Uh, You know a sorcery was a big part. Of the practices of Assyria. Demonic idolatry. This is one of the reasons why God brought judgment upon that city. Behold I am against you. Says the Lord of hosts. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show the nations your nakedness. And the kingdoms your shame. God says I'm going to expose you to the world for who you really are. And so the world can see how vile and corrupt you are. And you will be. Listen. God's going to humiliate Assyria on the world stage. God will humiliate a nation on the world stage as part of his judgment. And he says this here, and he does that as a warning to all the other nations that see how the great Assyria is being humiliated on the world stage. And let it be a warning to all the other nations that it doesn't matter how great you are, how powerful or how rich 
or how strong you are, God can humiliate you as a nation on the world stage. I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile and make you a spectacle to the other nations. It shall come to pass that all who look upon you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is laid waste. Who will bemoan her? Where shall I seek comforters for you? God says here, when Assyria is laid waste, no one in the world will mourn. No one in the world will mourn. There's, he, he, he's going to have a hard time finding anyone who will bemoan her, who will grieve because she has fallen. Uh, and he's not going to find a single nation that will mourn the destruction of Assyria. The world will say, good riddance. You know, if a nation falls and the rest of the world rejoices to see it fall, that nation is doing something wrong. That nation is wicked. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. Now, look what he says in verse 8. He says, Are you better than Noaman or Thebes, your Bible might say, which was a city in Egypt. And watch what he says here. Were you better? Are you better than Thebes that was situated by the river, the Nile river that had waters around her, whose rampart was the sea, whose wall was the sea. He brings up Thebes here in Egypt and Thebes was a city that was very similar to Nineveh in, in that it had these rivers around it that protected it. It looked like a city that could never fall. It looked like a city that could never be conquered. But then Thebes was conquered. And you know who conquered it? The Assyrians. The Assyrians. And so now he says to the Assyrians, do you think you're better than Thebes? The, the Egyptians thought Thebes was invincible and look what happened to them. You conquered them. <laughs> he says, I'll do the same to Nineveh. Ethiopia and Egypt were her strength. Speaking of Thebes and it was boundless. Put and Lubim were your helpers. Yet she was carried away. She went into captivity at the hands of the Assyrians Her young children also were dashed to pieces at the head of every street by the Assyrians. They cast lots for her honorable men, selling them into slavery. And all her great men were bound in chains by the Assyrians. You also will be drunk. You will be hidden. You also will seek refuge from the enemy. Verse 12. All your strongholds are fig trees with ripened figs. If they are shaken, 
they fall into the mouth of the eater. All these strongholds, all these fortresses that they were trusting in to protect them. He says they're like fig trees filled with ripened figs. Just going to take a little bit of shaking and everything's just going to come down. Isn't it interesting how we can trust in things that we make? You know, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. You know, we're going to trust in our bank account. We're going to trust in our military. We're going to trust in all these different things. And how God can just bring them to nothing in a moment. And they fail us. And here was Assyria trusting in all their fortified cities. And God says, this fortified cities, they're nothing. Now, remember as we're reading this, and of course we're almost finished here, but as we're reading this, we're reading this as history, as past history that's already happened. But when Nahum writes this, when he receives this, it's future prophecy. Nahum says this about Assyria when Assyria is unmatched in the world. And, and the other prophets tell us that Assyria will fall at the hands of the Babylonians. The Babylonians will conquer them. And they said that at a time when the Babylonians were nothing more than a group of nomadic tribes. And they're going to bring down the greatest, most powerful empire in all of the world. And this whole thing just seems inconceivable. These are incredible prophecies here that we're reading. Look at what he says in verse 13. Surely your people in your midst are women. The gates of your land are wide open for your enemies. Fire shall devour the bars of your gates. Draw your water for the siege. Fortify your strongholds. Go into the clay. Tread the mortar. Make strong the brick kiln. You know, do whatever you want to do to get ready for this. And there the fire will devour you. The sword will cut you off. It will eat you up like a locust. Make yourself many like the locust. Make yourself many like the swarming locust. You have multiplied your merchants more than the stars of heaven. The locust plunders and flies away. Uh, Nineveh was also the economic center of the world. And so it was filled with merchants from all over the world. Once the city fell, you know what those merchants did? They just went. They left. They opened up shop in Babylon. <laughs> you know? That's what happens. They just fly away like locusts. They set up their shop in Babylon, the new empire. Verse 17, your commanders are like, now look what he's saying here. The commanders are like swarming locusts. Your generals like great grasshoppers, which camp in the hedges on a cold day. And when the sun rises, they flee away. And the place where they are is not known. He's talking about the military leaders of the nation, the military commanders, the generals. Once the heat is on, they just disappear. And they desert the nation in mass. Once the Babylonians invade, the whole thing just collapses. Your shepherds slumber, O king of Assyria. Your nobles rest in the dust. Your people are scattered on the mountains and no one gathers them. Your injury has no healing. Your wound is severe. All who hear news of you will clap their hands over you. Wonderful. 
For upon whom has not your wickedness passed continually? All the nations will be glad to see you go. And just in closing, I just want to give you a few applications we can make from the book of Nahum. One I've already mentioned. Nineveh repented of their wickedness in the days of Jonah, but that repentance didn't last. And they returned to their wickedness, and so they were judged. And that reminds us that it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you had with the Lord or walk you had with the Lord in the past. It doesn't matter if if we experienced a great personal revival five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago, or we committed our lives to the Lord in a, in a deep way when we were a child or we served the Lord at some point in the past. What matters is where we are right now with the Lord. Are you walking with the Lord? Are you right with the Lord? Not, oh man, I was, I, I so served the Lord 10 years ago and I was leading Bible studies and I was doing this and everything. And I, man, I was so into the Bible. Now, what about right now? What about right now? Are you walking with the Lord? Are you right with the Lord? Another thing we learned from Nahum is that all of the prophecies of God will come to pass. Everything that God said about Nineveh and the Assyrians happened. Just as God said it would here in the book of Nahum. Everything God said happened. As impossible as it may have looked at the time. Or unimaginable as it was. It all came to pass. And everything God has said in his word about the last days and the rapture of the church and the tribulation and the Antichrist and the second coming of Jesus Christ and the kingdom age, it's all going to come to pass just as the Bible says. It's all going to come to pass. As surely as the fall of Nineveh, it will come to pass. And finally, just looking back at chapter 1, verse 7. God sees those who trust in him. God sees those who trust in him. No matter how bad things may get in this world, it pays to trust in the Lord. It pays to trust in the Lord and always seek refuge in him in the days of trouble. And as God looks at the world, he makes this distinction. He knows the ones that are trusting in him. And hiding in him and seeking refuge in him and those who aren't. So always, always, always trust in him. No matter what. And Lord, we thank you for the book of Nahum. We thank you for just this great little book. We thank you, Lord, for the way that your word always comes to pass. Your word never fails. Lord, we thank you that one day you're going to come and you're going to avenge your people. You're going to avenge this world. You're going to deal with the wickedness and the evil that's in this world once and for all. And you're going to establish your kingdom and you're going to rule in righteousness. And we are we're grateful for that, Lord. We're grateful for the, the comfort and the encouragement and the hope that brings us. 
And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan is currently working his way through the book of Nahum, an Old Testament prophetic book. If you found this teaching helpful, there are others like it at calvaryec.com. Just look under the media tab. Any questions about today's message? Feel free to call us and ask. You can reach us at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. Please let us know how we can be praying for you as you listen to this series in the book of Nahum. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. If you're not currently connected to a church community, we invite you to join us this weekend. We have services on Sunday at 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. On Thursday evenings, you can join us at 7 p.m. We'd be so glad to meet you and get to know your story. In the meantime, we encourage you to stay deeply rooted in the Word of God on your own throughout the week. When you tune in again to Ring of Truth, Pastor Dan will continue teaching through the book of Nahum. We're so glad you took the time to listen today, and we hope you'll continue being a part of our listening audience. Pastor Dan and the rest of us here involved with Ring of Truth look forward to what's ahead in this series. So stay tuned for Ring of Truth. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.